Hello and welcome. I am Kim Keen, host of the One of Kind You podcast. I started this podcast to share my journey of my past self, a woman who was struggling with leaving her teaching career and adjusting to stay-at-home mom life, to help other women with their motherhood journeys or their work-life balance journeys so they can let go and make themselves a priority without all the sacrificing. If you're a regular listener, thank you so much for taking the time to tune into another episode. If you are new, welcome. I'm so excited that you stopped by to check it out. And the way this podcast usually works is that I share a journal entry of mine and I reflect on what I know now as a certified life coach and what I wish I knew in the thick of the struggle. But today we have a guest with us. Her name is Mia and um, she is a mom of three. And I just, as I'm talking, I'm like, oh, I lost her bio. So let me grab that. (laughs) And so that I can do it justice. So um, oh no, that's my, that's my thing. Here it is. Um, she is a mom of three and she's a coach who, um, has struck the perfect balance between motherhood, wellness, and work. So she supports high achieving female entrepreneurs who are overwhelmed with life and wellness and, um, really finding that version of balance that works for them. So she is also the host of a podcast, which is called plan simple, a best-selling book, also called Plan Simple Meals, and she is the creator of the Flow Planning Method, the Flow Planner, and Flow 365. And I don't know about all of you, but I am a planner junkie, so I cannot wait to hear more about this. So thank you, Mia, so much for joining us on One of a Kind You. Um, so what did I miss? Tell us more about you. Oh yeah, that's so good, except I think somewhere in my bio, it said that I've struck the perfect balance most of the time. <laughs> so I just want to I don't I didn't I was like, nope, she's got it. She's got it figured out. <laughs> just want to clarify, we all have our moments and it yes. is true. But I also define balance slightly different. So maybe we'll get into that eventually. <laughs> yes, I would love to hear your definition of balance because I use the word rhythm. Um, yes. but you know, so like your balance is probably finding the rhythm. So yeah, we're exactly I, I use the word I want to know. I so yeah, the word rhythm. Yeah, yeah. rhythm's a great word. And for me, it's just that balance is a feeling and not like a thing. So mm-hmm. it's like, I think a lot of times with, especially with like the concept of work-life balance, which I yeah. actually add wellness in there, but even the concept of work-life balance, we think of it like linear, linearly, like a timeline. And so yeah. that's when we're like visualizing it, it's like equal chunks on the calendar of like work and life. But what I have found is that like certain things have more like oomph than other things. Mm -hmm. So I could work for four hours really hard on something. And it has a lot of times I find work has like more future value than like in the moment, like today value, you know? And so I'll, I'll, so that feels like it feels fine, but then I could like go on a half hour walk and it could totally balance out that effort. So to me, it has less to do about the time and more to do with, with the value of what it is you're doing and how aligned that is with what you're needing right then. Yes. And I think part of that is, and it's funny because I just had a similar conversation with my 13 year old, soon to be 13 year old about that, about, you know, being okay to let things go. And, um, it's really about the value of the thing that you are holding on to. And, you know, does it bring you joy? Does it make you happy? Does it make you smile or does it feel like a 50 pound weight hanging on your back? Right. So yeah. many things do yes. <laughs> and are and not so, worth holding on to. <laughs> right. And sometimes, you know, unfortunately we can't get rid of some of those things that feel like they weigh 50 pounds, but like you said, it's a, ma- it's about how do we tackle that thing that feels like it's weighing us down 
with something that's going to take the weight away or, you know, yeah. Or how do we make, or how do we spend time making that thing feel less heavy? Right. So I think often like, you know, like, I'm just thinking of like mothering, if, you know, our kid is struggling in school with a friend, we could waste hours, like talking to the school, thinking about calling the mother. (laughs) Yes. Being annoyed with the kid, which makes no sense because we know that kids are just kids, right? Except when they're hurting ours, Um, like so much time, or we can spend time just like really upgrading our mindset and passing that back to our kids. Yes. Right. And so it's like, it's just, to me, it's all about like how, how we're choosing to spend our time. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I think the things that really help us and help us come into balance aren't quite the thing, you know? So it's not about like, it's not about the, all the hours of driving we do. Mm -hmm. It's about what's happening in the car while we're driving and how do we make that really meaningful? Yes. And I think too, you brought up that it's often, you know, we have this idea that it has to be linear. And I know so many times when, you know, chatting with someone, you know, and say like, oh my gosh, things just feel chaotic right now. They think they feel unbalanced. Their first thing is like, well, do you time block? Like, okay, well, time blocking isn't going to make the balance, the sensation right. or the feeling of balance arrive. If anything, it's going to make you feel even more out of balance because those colored blocks, it's like, oh my gosh, this huge colored block for work and this teeny tiny colored block for fun things like getting together with friends or spending time with families. So I was like, um, thanks for the suggestion. All right. Well, I'm going to give you a little tip. So I actually do love time blocking weirdly, even though I do not think time is linear. I think it's very circular, but I find that for me just in like all the different hats I wear and want to wear well. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm like a really creative, like my brain works in a creative non-linear way. So for me, it helps me focus sometimes. So like, for example, like having the podcast, like I only, it, we're, we're literally recording this on a Wednesday, but usually I only record on Tuesdays. Like, and, and sometimes I don't say yes to other people, even on other days. Sometimes I do. Um, but my podcast never happens on a day. That's not a Tuesday. And because I was just like jumping all over the place and it was causing, it was causing me to feel out of balance. So there was like this quality of like understanding that things happened in a chunk that was helping me to feel balance. And so you know, not for everything, but for some things that's been really helpful. Like dinner is another one. Like if I can take some time and just really like write a list, shop, prep some of the food before the week is crazy. It just helps me show up better at quarter to six after a full day. And so in those senses, it really helps. So this is what I did with the color coding thing. So I have this, like, so I'm a, I'm a designer by trade. That was my first um, career. So I love colors. So I make work like this super light, sort of like pastel, almost toward gray color. I mean, I literally love what I do. So I'm not saying I don't love what I do, but it is, it does take up a lot of my week. So it space wise, it it does have that feeling of like, it's taken up a lot of my week and I make like self-care the brightest, most happiest yellow in the whole entire world. So when you look at my calendar, you see these big chunks, but what pops off are this bright yellow, which is self-care. And then I also, um, 
have a different color for like connection with people, which is something that right now in this current season is like something I'm really craving after COVID. So, oh, it's yeah. like, so then I have this like green color and I'm like, oh, when I look at my week and I see the yellow and the green, I'm like, oh my God, like yoga and coffee and, you know, like, and so that really helps me. It just helps me see it. Like, I feel like I can see it then in a way that makes my system feel balanced. Yeah. And I love that because I think, you know, oftentimes because I do too, I time block as well, because that is super helpful because there are times where you have to have that chunk of time. But I think when, you know, people typically suggest that it's like more of the sterile, yeah. like corporate version of time blocking. And I yes. think like, Ooh, no, yeah. nothing about that feels balanced, but when you tweak it and you make it work for you. So the other thing that I've done is, um, I've actually gotten less away from like specific time blocking, but I have a list like every Monday, this is what I have to do every Tuesday. This is what I do every Wednesday. I love Thursday, that. Right? And then I can plug it into the time slots that I have available because this Monday might be a little bit different than next Monday. So I have to make a few tweaks. So that's also been super helpful is to just keep a list of like a template, like Mondays are this Tuesdays are this yada, yada, yada. And so that's also been helpful to helping like get into a rhythm. Cause I know on some level what has to be done so that I can fully commit to those things, especially now with school being back in section and tons of after school activities. Um, and balancing that with my husband's work schedule and all of those things. So I think time blocking, no, is not bad. If you do it in a way that feels aligned for you and not so like sterile corporate version of time blocking. And the other thing is, is that a lot of times, and this is part of actually what we teach a lot of times what we do, and it's the more sort of masculine way. I think that we inherited, we jump right to the calendar. So we're jumping right to the calendar and time blocking. But when we do that, we're kind of in reactive mode because a lot of times what we're grabbing to put in the calendar, are all the things that we quote unquote have to do, like go to this activity, do this thing. And I mean, the truth is, is that we don't have to do anything. Mm -hmm. So I find that if we start like a few steps back (laughs) at more like, what is it that I'm wanting right now? And what do I intuitively know? And we were, I think we were talking about this before we pressed record of just, maybe we're recording of, of choices. It's like, if we, like, we don't have to do everything and we can make a choice not to do everything, but we, it's hard to do that when you're looking at a calendar, because it's almost like you want to like fill up the blank spaces. I think it's like human nature. So I love being like outside of that and really tapping into like my own internal guidance system and being more in list format of really like getting clear what it is that I want, what the kids want, and then taking it into the calendar. So I'm, I'm not just reacting. I'm like, I can choose whether I go to that school thing or not go to that school thing. I can choose whether I'm the one driving or whether I ask someone else to drive somewhere like yeah. a lot of the times, right? Like we have more choices, I think sometimes than and, and that I'm saying that a hundred percent from a place of privilege myself, but yeah. my guess is a lot of your listeners, a lot of times we have more choices than we give ourselves credit for. Oh, a hundred percent. I know I've been in that boat too, where like, especially when my kids were younger, less so now because with birthday parties, they're kind of going into smaller friend groups, but when they were younger and it was like the whole class birthday Oh my party, gosh. So yes. Every you had to say, got, right. <laughs> oh, every kid in the class got the invitation and it was like this big thing. And then you had to get the gift for the kid that you didn't know. You didn't even know what And so so often, um, and this was when I was in the thick of the struggle. So I was saying yes to these birthday parties all the time because I've out of sheer obligation. And then I got to a point where I was in a much better place. And I was like, wait, 
why am I doing this? No one talks to me. It doesn't feel fun. The kid, like my kid ends up melting down or the birthday kid, it's just stressful and it's overwhelming. And by the time it's all said and done, I'm exhausted. And I feel like I need a nap. And it wasn't even the party that I was hosting. So it got to the point where I was like, okay, this is not a person that we hang out with outside of school. The answer is no. Yeah. <laughs> and right? it was so freeing to realize I that I it. actually had a choice and I didn't have to say yes, just because I received the invitation. Yeah. And well, and the other thing about the par- parties, which you alluded to is like, we, we think of it as like the two hours. So I think we think of it, it's like no big deal, whatever. It's like two hours, we'll go buy a present. Like maybe we can time block present buying or whatever. Yes. But then, like birthday parties, like sometimes kids can be nervous before then they get all sugared up. And then like, it's just like, it's not two hours. It's like a full day, if not the whole weekend of like anticipate anticipation and then coming out of it. And like, yes recovering it's yeah to me it's not worth it (laughs) yeah no so we're at the point now where it's like selectively say yes to things um and even now you know my daughter is in marching band at school and extra events and practices have been added to the schedule I'm like no we're not available and previously I'm like oh my god well we can't miss it you have to go because you know it's added and you made the commitment and now I'm like nope we have a choice and it doesn't, nope, it's, it doesn't align this time. So the answer is no, we're not going. It's just like, oh my God, thank you. <laughs> I know. And what a good, what a cool thing to teach our kids anyway. Right. Like, cause yeah. uh, I mean, I don't know about you, but I said, well, you clearly did say yes for a number of years, but I said yes for a yeah. long time when I'd certainly. Yeah. Didn't oh, same. yeah. Yeah. And there are times even where I get stuck in that yes trap and I'm like, I have to stop. I'm like, no, 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 no. We're not, we're not saying yes. Or I have to think about it and say, um, hold on. Let me think about this. Let me weigh the pros and cons. Let me see where this fits into things, what the rest of the week is like, or the weekend or whatever the case may be. So that I actually make a decision, not from that reactive place, but more right, from right. a place of being centered and with intention. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So, like I said, in the introduction, I'm such a calendar junkie and a planner junkie. And I'm so old fashioned. I still love paper. So I'm like, Ooh, a paper, is it paper? Like, tell me how paper. did you create your planner? Yeah. So it was, it was, um, so I'm a designer by trade. So before I came up, became a life coach, I owned a graphic design company. So like making books is like my thing. Um, and as you alluded, I also wrote a book about meals Um, And I took that book on a book tour and I met like thousands of women and we were talking about food. We were talking about meals, but I like food was like my big epiphany um, Mm -hmm. because I wasn't healthy before. And I ended up in these like rooms in California where I would look out and I would, I was like thinking I would meet all these really unhealthy people who I was saving from like McDonald's, but Mm -hmm. it it really wasn't the case. Like, I feel like these people Uh knew more about vegetables than I did. And I just was like, what's happening? Like, why are these people even coming to my talk? <laughs> like, and I was like, is this imposter syndrome? What's happening? And we got really quickly to time, like that they're just like, they wanted to eat healthy. They knew how to eat healthy. They wanted to have dinner with their families. But like, literally, if they open their calendar, there was no space to like do any of the things that they needed to do. So it just really got me thinking about how we even approach thinking about time. And I just started to see how, like, when we're, when we're working, we sort of, we have these work, we were most, most people were most robust about how they planned their work. And at the time, cause this was like 10 years ago. So before like Google calendar and everything was quite as good as it is now, um, you know, you didn't put like 
kid stuff in your work calendar, you know, like that's right. like you sort of separated it out. So like the kid's life kind of existed on the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And if you were getting good at meal planning, maybe you hung like a chalkboard on your wall, or maybe you had a binder, like whatever, like you had something, but they were all separate. So there was no way to like understand how they work together. So I was determined to make a way where they all work together. And like, when you were sitting down to plan, you were like actually having thought like connected thoughts that like, oh, I have this work. Like, so how does that affect me making dinner? But, and oh, food, like how, if I ate, like, how would I eat even before work so that I function better at work? And so you could just see all the, like how everything is really interrelated, Mm -hmm. including how you show up for your kids and like goals that you have at home. So that's kind of at the, the the backbone of it. And the other thing is, is that it's for 90 days instead of, it's not like a year long calendar and you can start whenever on any Monday that you want to. Um, but it's really mostly about, um, sort of going through an inner process, as I was alluding to earlier, going through an inner process of deciding what this season is for you, like, and what the rhythm of your season is calling forward. Right. Cause it's very different in the fall and the summer. It's different when your kid is like, newborn, toddler, you know, teenager, like it's different. Like it's literally, we have to show up differently and we don't often pause long enough to like see that. So we're a lot of times I find that when we're just like unconsciously planning, we're planning from a past version of ourselves. So we're like, we're thinking about birthday parties. Like we had to, when they were one, but now they're teenagers. So we can start to, you know, like, so we can shift the, the, the thing. Um, so it's all about getting really conscious and then making a choice of like, what are your goals for these 90 days and and really thinking through them holistically. So like, is there one for wellness? Is there one for work? Is there one? So it's really a goal planner. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I almost, and then it goes through a weekly process basically of pulling those goals forward. So there's a lot of repetition, not because I want you to like write forever. And like, I think you need to have like a picture perfect planner, but because I think that we have to keep deciding, we have to keep reminding ourselves and deciding that this is what I want today and uh, being open to changing our mind and being open to see how, even in the past week, we've become maybe somebody slightly different. And maybe that person wants something slightly different. Um, Mm -hmm. and so what does that look like now? So it's just this process for always knowing always making choices in advance so that you're using that part of your brain. Like you just alluded to who can like decide whether or not you should go to the birthday party or not. Like you're using that piece of your brain. Um, but you're open enough that you can really become the best version of yourself along the way. I love that you basically are giving women permission to continually choose the version of themselves that they most want to be. Cause I feel like sometimes with, especially with goals or when we start projects, we start the project and we're like, yes, this is what I want. Maybe not because it's truly what we want, but we think it's what we should want. Yes. And then we're, we're trugging along and we're miserable the whole way through, but we don't allow ourselves to say, oh my gosh, I'm miserable. I hate every second of this. I want to ditch it and change things or tweak yeah. it or pivot or whatever the case may be. And I love that this planner basically says, do that for yourself, because that's going to be what helps you get to where you want to be at the end of 90 days or 180 days or whatever the case may be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly what happens. And it's, it's amazing to watch what happens as you like keep consciously showing up and making those choices and 
you know, it's like nuances and sometimes it's like, oh yeah, this is what I'm supposed to do, but I like totally have to change my, my mind, my vibe around it. Right. Like I have to not be so annoyed (laughs) or like I have to, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And so, um, this is, it's really so powerful, um, because I think so often we're not given permission to make changes. We get stuck in the rut of, you know, mom life or that work balance, work balance, life, work life balance. There it is. Um, and we kind of lose sight of the big picture of what it is that we value or what brings us joy or what, what it is that we even really want. And so, um, if someone is looking to just get started taking that one step or, you know, they, they say, yes, oh my gosh, I have to have me as planner. They get the planner. What's, what's, how do they get started with actually committing to, um, finding their rhythm, um, in the process? Okay. So this is my favorite part and it makes no sense. Cause I just told you that it was a 90 day planner, <laughs> okay. but it's connecting with, again, you're asking me like the actual tool, like not how do they actually do it? Like with the things, right? Like how, like what, what is the first step in making that 90 day plan? That's what yeah, you share whatever yeah. you feel yeah. inspired to share. Well, I was like, Oh, maybe she's talking about logistically how it works, but I don't think that's what you're talking about. So the first thing that you do in the planner is you connect with your five year in the future self. Okay. And you get really clear with who she is and what she wants, because I find that that takes away a lot of our fear and anxiety and just stuckness. Mm -hmm. Um, So we connect with her and she pretty much always like, you know, stands a little bit taller. She's like, Mm -hmm. how like five years is just this amount of time where it's like, you're like, I can handle this in five years. You know, any goal that's sort of circling in your head, like you can feel like you could handle it. Whereas like a year, I think we, we tighten up a little bit because mm-hmm. years pass seem to pass so quickly. Yeah. Um, so we attack, we, we really connect to that five-year self. And then we get really clear about what season we're in. So then it's like, you know, I'm in a season that I just have to make some money. Like I just want to make some money mm-hmm. or I'm in a season that I still, I'm going to work and I'm going to be a mom still, but I really also have to take care of my body this season Mm -hmm. because it's like literally yelling at me at this point. So we just got really clear, like what's leading um, Mm -hmm. and the planner sort of guides you through that. And then you, you use the other categories to really um, make sure that what you're wanting in those other areas are either in alignment or sometimes supporting that, that goal. And so that, that's sort of where we start. So it's like, you're, you're jumping from five years into a season. Yeah. And I think that's such um, an interesting place to start because you're right. When you think about just one year, I mean, there were things that I said I was going to do this year and I'm like, oh my gosh, the year is like three quarters of the way over, which is so crazy to believe. I'm like, where did 2022 go? Um, So then when you think five years, you're like, okay, it definitely feels um, like more relaxed, more achievable, definitely um, from a much more empowered place than when you try to squeeze in that one year time frame. Yeah. And especially like, and also with kids, like, because imagine, like, think of how much can change as well with kids in five years. Mm-hmm. And so if there's anything that's like, you know, holding you back about some piece of your goal, because you feel like you should be spending more time as a mom, or, you know, maybe someone's struggling in some way, or you're like, when are these diaper things going to end? Like yes. all of that is done in five years. Right. Like, and we can imagine that. So it just yeah. opens it up for like the whole, I think the whole situation. Yeah. And, and I think anything past five years then feels almost too far. Yes. Um, 
Yes. You know, because then it's like, because I, when I think like, oh, 10 years, I'm like, I, well, first of all, I don't even want to think about that because I'll be entering another decade that starts with a five. And <laughs> I'm not ready for that decade yet. Um, I just started the one with the four. So I'm like, yes. I just want to, I feel like if I think too far, then I'm like not going to be able to enjoy the next 10 years because it's yes. like the pressure of 10 years is there. So I think like five is five is definitely yeah. that sweet spot. And all you're doing is connecting, like, right. You're just connecting, but then you're coming back to right now. It's almost like it's, it's from that, that idea that, that really what we're not really planning time. We're really planning our energy. Mm -hmm. So what you can pull forward from the five, I mean, obviously if you, if you close your eyes and imagine your five yourself and you see something amazing, that's like, I wrote a book or I ran a triathlon or whatever, you Mm -hmm. can totally bring that in, but usually it has more to do with energy. Yeah. And so then you can take that energy and be like, okay, like what in the season ahead of me feels like it's really like the thing that's going to lead to that energy. Um, and I find that that can be really empowering to make choices that like, that's a really good way. How we said that everybody has more choices than they think they do. To me, that's been a really great way to understand what my choices are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Without a doubt. So this has been amazing. I feel like we could talk for hours and hours all day. on end, all day. <laughs> um, but if listeners are um, listening and they're like, oh, I have a question. Is it okay that they reach out to you on social? Uh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Perfect. I'm getting and- better and better at responding, but yes, yeah. you reach out to me. <laughs> I respond to, I, we respond to everything. I now have a team. So awesome. if I don't do it, then they do it. Yeah. So we're plansimple.co on, on Instagram. I like Instagram better, I think the best. So reach out on Instagram. Yeah. I feel like that's the easiest place to get DMs. Facebook yeah. is tricky with the business date and all that stuff. So yeah. Instagram is definitely a place, but don't worry because we will have all of the um, links to Instagram, her website, her planner, all that good stuff in the show notes so that there is no need to go down the Google rabbit hole of trying to find how to get in touch with you or getting the planner. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. So thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, of course. Of course. So if you found this episode helpful, please feel free to share it with a friend because the more the merrier. And if you would be so kind to leave a review, I would greatly appreciate it because I take the time to read all the reviews to ensure that this podcast continues to be a place of support and guidance and really a one-stop shop resource because let's face it, us ladies, we got to stick together. So thanks so much for tuning in and I will see you all next week.